What's up? I'm B, and whether you're watching this on YouTube or you're listening to the podcast, I hope you are having an amazing day. Today, we are reacting to a podcast episode from Brittany Dawn, which contains what seems to be her favorite phrase lately, which is juicy girl chat. She recently went away on a cabin trip with Kelly, Farron, Emma, and Christy, and while they were there, they apparently decided to film a podcast episode. When we listen to it, there are going to be a lot of voices. I'm not super great at distinguishing which voice belongs to which person in this friend group particularly. Obviously, if we hear Brittany's voice, we're going to be able to be like, yep, that's Brittany because I have heard her voice so much. But with the others, it is a little bit hard to distinguish. I'll try my best, but um, th the main point of reacting to this isn't necessarily to say like, oh, Kelly said this or Farron said this. Um, it, it's more so just reacting to the concepts that they bring up and the way that they speak about things in general. At this point, I don't think it's necessarily super important to pinpoint like this person said this specific thing and this is why I disagree with it. They're all friends. They're all co-signing each other. Maybe at some point they'll disagree and we'll have to like kind of decipher through who's pushing back on what. But in general, they all kind of back each other up. And so I just really want to focus on the concepts that this group of friends is okay co-signing and putting out into the world and saying like publicly, yes, I support this thing. So that's why we're doing a reaction. I listened to the first 15 or so minutes of this already. There's going to be a lot to go through. So I want to keep this intro short and sweet. We're going to go ahead and do win for the week and then we will forge ahead together into this podcast episode. If you are new around here, a win for the week is just where you share something positive that happened to you over the past week that you would consider a win. Big or small, whatever it may be, if it brought you joy, if it made you happy, if it made you smile, if it made you feel grateful, something that you consider a win, I want to hear it and celebrate with you. My win for the week this past week was seeing the reactions to the thumbnail that I did for the last video where I photoshopped myself into a group pic with the girls. Personally, I thought it was very funny and I was laughing to myself as I was making it. And so um, knowing that a lot of you guys saw it too and it made you laugh is really cool. I know we talk about a lot of pretty heavy stuff on here, but I do enjoy humor. I enjoy making jokes. And so knowing that I did something that I thought was funny and it made you laugh was just such a win. So that is my win for the week. And I cannot wait to hear yours and celebrate with you. If you are listening to the podcast on Spotify, you can leave it in the Q&A for this particular episode. And if you are watching on YouTube, you can leave it in the comment section down below. Okay. Let's get into this episode. Let's make it through all 48 minutes. I believe in us. We can do this. Ape friendship, all the Fs, all the great things. You're listening to Chiseled and Called with Brittany Dawn, a podcast about finding freedom in imperfection and peace in your broken pieces through Jesus. Our prayer is that today's message will bless you, embolden you, and fix your gaze on the King that it will stir up the calling God has placed within you. Without further ado, here's your host, Brittany Dawn. Welcome to the Chiseled and Called podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Dawn, and we are 
Hello. Girls Weekend. I kind of said that weird. That was weird. We're having Girls Weekend. We're playing a game today called. Yay. What is it called? We're not really strangers. So we're going to be passing the mic around and answering these questions and see where the Holy Spirit leads us. Okay. First one. Fairness. Every sentence that she just said sounded like it ended with a question mark. Starting with, what am I most qualified to give advice about? Who wants to go first? (laughs) The blood of Jesus. (laughs) The blood of Jesus and um, your authority in Christ. That'd be my first answer. What about y'all? The first thing that comes to mind is healing, the healing power of Jesus, and just being a preacher. So preaching the gospel, preaching the word of God, and preaching practicals for how to live your life um, biblically. Okay. So from what I can gather, the concept of this is that someone reads their own card. And in this case, I think it was fair and saying, what am I most qualified to give advice about? And then people go around the room and they give what they think about you. And so it's kind of wild that one of the answers said like the authority in Christ and um, like how to live your life practically because we did just watch Farron scream in a car for about five minutes in last week's ep- last week's episode about how um, if you get sick, it's the devil tempting you with a symptom. And so you need to say, go devil, go to keep yourself healthy. I don't know how practical any of that is, but okay. Qualified. Yeah, the first thing that came to my mind was healing as well. You just walk in that authority and you know that other people can walk in that authority as well. So you just are very qualified to give advice about that. Dang, I have to go last. Y'all took all mine. (laughs) I'm going to sneak the microphone first next time. I would say, yeah, I would. No, I would definitely say, okay, fashion. Yes, fashionista, little stylist over here. And then number two was going to be healing because we talked about that today and just how you've walked it out so beautifully and stood in faith when there hasn't been a glimmer of hope. And I just love that about you. And I think that is a huge part of your testimony. Not even, I think I know. And like getting to watch you minister to people through that is so beautiful. So, yeah. I've never felt like Farron was ministering to me in a way that was helpful. I obviously don't watch everything she puts out there, but hearing her on Brittany's podcast episodes and in the vlog and like just seeing some of the things that she has posted, I have never felt comforted by anything that she has participated in on the internet. It always feels intense, judgmental, angry. Like I, I don't know, maybe people who know her in person feel her energy a little bit differently, but there has not ever been a time that I've seen her on the internet speaking and been like, wow, this is really touching my heart in a beautiful way. So difference of opinion there, I guess. Next one. Do I pick one? Okay. He said to make sure that it's a white one. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, that one was on top. Should we already read this? Should we just do it anyways? Or it's the, do you believe everyone has a calling? If so, do you think I found mine? Oh, yay. <laughs> Say yay. collectively, girls. Yes. 
Um, I a thousand percent uh, believe that everyone has a calling and I think it can shift and change in different seasons. I believe it's more so like assignments um, is probably a better way to explain it. I totally believe that you're walking out your calling. I know it's going to be bigger and greater, but I know that you're stewarding um, the little very good now. And so God's going to bless you with more, but yeah, a thousand percent you're walking in your lane and your calling and your authority right now. And I'm just so excited to see how it grows as you continue to remain faithful. What was reminded to me is when we were at Jamie Lynn's conference and they like kept calling out just like you're calling in ministry. Um, and I feel like things that you're so naturally talented at, like building isn't necessarily your calling. And so I feel like with everything that the Lord is going to do with like, she lives freed and like in you within ministry. Um, that you are walking in your calling. And I also feel like this is like just the beginning of like scratching the surface of it though, of what all the Lord wants to do. I do think a lot of people say like, this is my calling or this is my highest calling when really all of our, we all have the same calling and you are doing that by bringing people to freedom. She lives freed. We are all called to help free, set the captives free and introduce everybody to our Lord and Savior, Jesus. And that's what you do. So, yeah. Hi, I'm Christy. Hi, Christy. Before you give your answer, I'm just taking in the things that they're saying about Brittany and if she has or hasn't found her calling and, oh, God's going to, like, you're stewarding this so well, so God's going to give you more, bigger and better things. And it just doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> like, logically, thinking about Brittany's impact on her audience, I truly wonder if there are people who were not Christian who found Brittany's content and felt like, wow, this is somebody who is showing me something that I've never seen before. This is somebody who is really um, like living out values that I want to have and that I want to be included in. And I want to follow her example and turn to Christ. I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I have a negative opinion of the things that Brittany says and does. But just objectively looking at her social media content. She's a flip-flopper. She's a hypocrite. She is somebody who doesn't take accountability for her own actions. I mean, it's it's kind of wild to me that a few weeks ago or a few months ago, you're talking about how Taylor Swift's music is demonic, but your husband Jordan can cheer on the Kansas City Chiefs because that's his team. Why wouldn't you have a conversation of like, well, Taylor has a demonic presence and she's dating Travis Kelsey, who was one of the star players on the Chiefs. And so we should probably be concerned about that. Like, I think that she doesn't really fully stand behind a lot of the things that she says. And she just says them because it's convenient for what's trending at the time. But then once that time passes, it's like, oh, let's let's move on to something else. Let's focus on something else instead. You know, and even right now she's doing, she lives free and they're talking about her doing her calling in ministry. But instead of focusing on building up the reputation and the impact of she lives free, she's doing an influencer trip to Costa Rica. That from what I can tell, 
doesn't have any religious aspect to it. Like there's not a, a devotional aspect or um, like a conference part being included in this trip. It is literally just pay to come hang out with me in Costa Rica. So they can all gas her up and be like, oh my gosh, yes, you're doing amazing. You are in your calling right now. You're on your assignment and you are walking it out beautifully. But I just wonder if they actually sat and like critically thought about these answers, if this is the answer they would be giving or if they would be like, well, I mean, if your assignment is to build She Lives Free, then it doesn't really make sense that you're doing a Costa Rica influencer trip or that you're focusing on Hazel and Lane. Like if your assignment is to build that nonprofit, that's what you should be going in on. Okay. Literally everybody already said exactly what I wanted to say. So I, well, I second that. I mean, uh, do I believe everyone has a calling? Yes. And I agree. Like it goes back to the Great Commission, which is... um, leading people and leading the lost to Jesus. That's like our highest calling here on earth and to love God and to love other people. So yes, you definitely have a calling. If you're listening to this right now, we all have a calling. And then Britt, I fully 100% you believe you're walking in your calling and your anointing and your authority, and you're going to continue to do that. And kind of like Farron said, there's so much more to come just with the connections, the people around you and um, your ministry, like who even knows what is to come. So we know that the best is yet to come though with that. Um, I think I love that you pray for an increased capacity in like every day. I, I admire that. So I've started praying that. And I think when you pray that there are going to be new doors opening and new callings, anointings, whatever you want to call it, um, coming forth and new things being birthed out of you. So I think that's really cool. Um, yeah, I think that's everything. What do you got? Okay. So I do want to say there's one area that you're not actively walking in your calling just yet because you are called. She's going to say motherhood. I guarantee it. Called to be a mother. Okay. You're already, you're already walking in your calling as being a wife because you're called to that and you're called to be a mother, which we already know you have heavenly babies, but I I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh, but I just realized that I could predict that already because I already listened to this part of the podcast. (laughs) I remember her saying, like, you're already walking in your calling of being a wife. And I was like, oh, I knew she was going to say having babies because I already heard this. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I was like gassing myself up and like, wow, B, you're so intuitive. You can read these girls like a book. I already heard that part. I'm going to be the most ecstatic person on the planet when I see you fully walking in your calling as mama and see you hold that baby and just love on that baby. And that's, I believe, one of your highest callings is to raise babies. So cannot wait for that. Now I'm crying. (laughs) Okay, I think it's Christy's. That sounded so disjointed, and that's kind of how I think that people talk when they're not really sure of what they're saying, and maybe she's saying something because she thinks it's going to make for like good content, or she's trying to stay on Brittany's good side and be like, ooh, let me get this angle of, I think you're walking in your calling, but there's still one calling that you aren't walking in yet, and when you do, I am just going to be so ecstatic and so excited and show that baby more love than they've ever seen in their life because you deserve it and they deserve it. Like, I think maybe she's probably kissing up to Brittany. 
by taking that angle on the question. In any case, the way that she responded did not necessarily feel organic to me and like she was saying it because it was just truly something on her heart that she wanted to express to Brittany. It sounded like a bit of a tactical answer. Ugh, I completely forgot to get my notebook out before I started reacting to this, but then I remembered there are so many little things I want to make sure that I remember to address, so I grabbed it. Somebody had asked me in a previous video what this pen is. It's a Papermate Inkjoy. It comes in a pack of like five or six, but I got these, like I got the pack that this came in at least five years ago. And the pens are still going strong. I ran out of ink on a few of them, but I still have three from, no, four. I still have four from that original pack. I can see them in my pen holder over there. So they're good pens. They have a lot of ink. I like them a lot. But moving on, biblical context. Emma, I believe, mentioned the Great Commission. And so anybody who doesn't know what that is, it is essentially Jesus's instructions to his disciples for what they are to do after he ascends to heaven. Um, and, and basically the Great Commission just says, be bold and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Um, go and teach them to observe all of my commandments and I will be with you till the end of the age. Essentially just saying like, go teach other people the things that I have taught you. Go share the good news with others so you can um, bring them to salvation and they will know what my teachings were. All right, let's get back into this. Turn. <laughs> Are these three? The question is, what do you think my defining characteristic is? That is one thing. Anti-vaxxer. That's hard. Defining Ooh. characteristic? Can we get a definition of characteristic? <laughs> like, okay, wait. Is it? Okay, so we can be physical oh, or mental. Or whatever came or to mind first. Or it can be anything. So whatever. Whatever the Lord. Yeah. I have one that came to mind. Am I going to go first? Yeah. Okay. So I kind of have one that came to mind. Yes. Okay. I admire Christy. I love how precious you are. Precious is one of the words. But no, what came to mind, and this may not be original because you have a tattoo of it, but remnant being like the one person that's going to stick with God no matter what whether that be just wherever you are, family, friends, church, whatever. Um, and it's like, it's where the Israelites, right? There was that remnant of people who stayed faithful to God, even when most of the Israelites were rebelling or whatever against God. So I think you're going to be always found faithful before the Lord, no matter what you do here on this earth. So, yeah. Okay, so I have to go back to, it's kind of a long story, but how I first met Christy, <laughs> I saw her on social media first before I ever met her in person. And it was a long story. It's the Lord. But the first thing that I noticed about her physically on her social media was her phys physical beauty. You are physically so beautiful and your smile is incredible and contagious. So physically, that's what I would say. Um, but the way that you are so kind to every person you meet, I would say that is probably like runner up to your beauty. You're just so kind and, and humble. Like the humility that you carry is like unmatched. So your kindness and your humility, um, along with physical beauty would be my answers. 
I love the way that you love fiercely and you stand in the gap for so many people around you, like loved ones, family, friends, the way that you kind of like we were talking about earlier today, just the way that you trust God and you trust him unwaveringly and so unapologetically for things that, again, like I just mentioned, you might not always have a glimmer of hope for, but you just, you're so, it it increases my faith, like seeing the way that you wait and the way that you love the people around you while you're waiting and you do it with such grace and beauty and so much beauty and just, you're so eloquent in all of it. It's just, it's, I've, I, it, it checks my own heart sometimes. Like, I'm like, okay, wow, I need to love this person better, love that person better because I see the way that you love others and it just radiates the love of God. So yeah, that would be mine. This is so funny because this is what we do for each other on like our special birthday weekends or any life events. I know, I know, but it's really cool because I feel like it'll show people like that. Like, how do I love my friends better? Um, Like, just speaking life over them and like what the Lord sees in them um, and just like how to do that. But also this is really cool because it encourages people to like open up those words. Like you might be thinking about this about people, but actually like speak it to them because it does a world of difference. That's what was one of my favorite things today. Um, but I, I feel like your most defining characteristic is compassion. And because that's like mm-hmm. the literal gateway to why Jesus did miracles. That's why you're going to see some of the greatest miracles is because of your compassion. And then I feel like it's what you said earlier. It's the way that you weep for us. Like anytime we have a win or a celebration or we're, we're um, battling, we're in that place of like, you're right there with us. And for people who think that, you know, like having that emotion is weakness it's actually like strength it gives others strength knowing that you're right there with us like going through things um and i i think that that is beautiful so thank you for weeping with us <laughs> it's okay yeah, so many- all right so there were a lot of things that were said about christy but there are two in particular that stuck out to me the first is emma calling her remnant in my opinion that's like really high praise and it kind of seems a little bit presumptuous to label someone that I think that maybe Emma just meant that she sees Christy as having a really strong faith and um like being someone who is dedicated to her religion and her beliefs and who will just like hold fast to those no matter what happens My concept of a remnant is someone or like a group of people that are specifically set apart by God. Um, Like in the story of the flood, whether or not this is literal or metaphorical, Noah and his family are remnant. They were specifically set apart. And so I think that calling someone remnant is a pretty significant thing and if that's how emma feels about christy great it just caught me off guard a little bit secondly this does not have anything to do with religion but i would be so hurt if 
I asked someone what my defining characteristic was and they said physical beauty. I I think maybe that's just a me thing, but like that would hurt my feelings so bad. Um, I I do think that this is just something that like strikes a personal chord, um, especially as I'm getting older and I'm like aging and noticing certain things changing. Whenever someone makes like a definitive statement about me based on the way I look, it strikes me wrong. Like if somebody says like, oh my gosh, you look so cute today or like your makeup looks great or your hair looks good. I love your outfit. Like those things, I like those compliments because those are things that I can control. And I'm like, wow, thank you so much. But recently I have been in certain situations in real life where people have made comments about my appearance that don't make me feel good, even though they're meant to be compliments. For example, yesterday I was at a birthday party for a child and this child is being taken care of by another member of their family, not their biological parents. And so we went to this birthday party and a lot of the people who were there were that caretaker's family. And I hadn't met a lot of them before. And as the party kind of came to a close, one of these people, one of these couples, they were leaving. And so I was like, oh, I'll walk you guys out. I walk them out and the woman in the couple had said something along the lines of like, gosh, you sure are pretty. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. And she was like, wow, I mean, look at your skin. I haven't seen skin that good in a long time. And, And like, I know that she meant that to be a nice thing, but like I, I don't necessarily have um, like blemish free skin and I was wearing makeup. And so in my head, I'm like, oh, you're saying that because as you've aged, the texture of your skin has changed. And so you're giving me a compliment on how I look now, but it's it, it makes me feel uncomfortable because my skin has elasticity because I'm younger. Like as I get older, my skin is going to change. So that's not going to be a compliment that you would give me at a later date. I I don't know if that makes sense, but I have um, just like a lot of mixed feelings about commenting on people's appearances. It just kind of sucks to have somebody walk away from a social interaction with you and know that their main focus was on your appearance. It doesn't necessarily feel great. And maybe Christy feels differently. Maybe she took Kelly saying that as like a super amazing compliment and she feels flattered. And if so, that's great. But again, like it would just be so hurtful to know that someone thought the defining characteristic of who I was as a person would be related to my physical presentation. And that's literally what Kelly just did to Christy. Oh, like I should share with them like the, okay, so we're here this weekend in Broken Bow to celebrate Farron and her birthday. Her birthday's next month, but we're celebrating this weekend and we wanted to go hiking today. <laughs> and we the Lord literally had us sit in the cabin on the couch in the floor for hours in his presence all together celebrating and honoring Farron and we're like okay Lord whatever you want we just surrendered the day to him and it was it 
could not have been any more perfect. And it wasn't in our flesh what we wanted to do because we wanted to hike and we wanted to be outside. It's so pretty, but it was perfect. So good. What did that look like? Because I saw pictures from the trip. I know y'all were filming TikToks and Instagram reels. I know you guys ended up filming this, recording this podcast episode. I know you guys allegedly went hiking because I saw pictures of it. So uh, clearly you had time to do other things that you wanted to do, but what did it look like surrendering the day to God and celebrating Farron? Like, what did you do? That's so vague to me. Were you guys singing together? Were you reading? Were you praying? Like, what happened? I don't know. I, I would be interested in knowing what that looked like if it was such a transformative and beautiful experience. Share it with us. Give me the details. What did you do in those hours? Wow. That's so good. Oh, Emma? You know what? <laughs> Go for it. You know what? I'm, I'm, okay. <clears throat> you know what? Okay, so. She <laughs> that. <laughs> no because this is this one's going to be a growing moment for me I was I was able to look at a few ahead and I was like oh I like that one I like that one and so I'm picking the one that um maybe we I don't want to hear but I need to hear and the question is what do you think my weakness is or my weaknesses are or whatever that's mm. a good one right that's juicy so like let's Let's have an iron sharpening iron moment here and and sharpen me. So let's go. <laughs> in love. Yes, in love. Lord, help me. I think. Help me receive. You got something. I know. But I, I think. Well, I love what you said. When I said, like, let's do it. I was saying it to you say or Kelly saying, I think we should all be asked this question. It's an iron sharpens iron. Yeah, it's such a deep question. Let's go ahead and transition into an ad for Hazel and Lane, though, real quick. So the reason why I think this is so good for you to ask your circle of friends um, or just people in your life, it's because like, so you don't know how you're being perceived. Like, you know, you think you know how you're acting, you think you know what you believe and what you're projecting, but how you're actually being perceived by other people, you know, that's like a whole other thing. But then also like we can be deceived. And so it's like if somebody else is in your life, they're looking in and so they can see blind, blind spots that we can't see. Girl, just answer the question. Oh my gosh. So I think this is actually an amazing question. And if what you deliver, if you deliver it in love, I think it can be like the most like life changing and powerful and in, in like empowering moment. If okay. if you humble yourself and ask people around you, like what, where do you think I can grow? What's my weakness? So I love this. Okay. Who wants to go first? <laughs> Nobody wants to go first. I don't think each of us needs to say each person's weakness like I think it just needs to be like a collective kind of conversation right I think if you just have something yeah I think I think and I'm asking the Lord to like give me ears to receive and a heart to receive is there something spiritually that I can work on maybe that's a better way or or physically or just in my conversation or situational awareness or like how can I be better and grow as a person um, in relationships or in being a friend or... I think this is kind of weird. Like that's kind of a mean question to be like, what's my weakness? And then have everyone go around the room 
and answer that. I mean, I think that it's good to be open to feedback and to be receptive to something that might not be super positive coming from someone who cares about you, but this is weird. (laughs) The only suggestion I would make, I guess, to kind of change that question up is, do you have an opinion on me that you've never explicitly told me? And the only reason I say that is because um, a few years ago, we were in Vegas with my siblings and we were... Me, my sister, my husband, and my sister's husband were all at a bar, and we were just talking, and somehow it came up of like, what's something that you've never told me that you thought about me? And it ended up being a really great and meaningful conversation that we probably wouldn't have had unless that question was like explicitly asked. And again, I don't know how that came up, but it it was a good conversation, and I think that it brought us closer together in a really nice way and so I don't know like it's it's weird to me that you would again sit around and have your friends all tell you something that is a weakness because I think you're just kind of asking for hurt feelings at that point it might feel like a bit of a targeted attack and who I know they didn't write these questions, but I'm like, I would skip that. You're at a girls weekend. You're having like a good time. You're here to lift each other up. Christy got what was her defining characteristic. Brittany got like, do you think that everyone has a a mission in life? And am I living that out? Like, those are nice questions. This is asking for feelings to get hurt. Just, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to start this. No, it's not weird at all. I'm going to start this, but, um, I don't feel like you a hundred percent, like, how do I say this? (laughs) It's very hard because I, oh my gosh, I'm like, I need time to like really deliver this in a, in a beautiful way. No, it's not. This is fine. This is fine. This is fine. Okay. So we often have conversations and <laughs> I, I don't feel like you believe in yourself a thousand percent. Like, like I don't, and, but I want to know, like, how do I explain this? But I, uh, so, but I'm like, Holy spirit, help me. But I just, I feel like you struggle with like seeing, um, the, like the, all of the beauty that's inside of you, like for real and like everything that God has created you to do. I think you struggle with kind of like being a hundred percent confident in you and God in you. And like we've had conversations and like, that's like, you know, just like struggling, um, believing certain things and like, and I'll be like, Oh, Emma, like, don't say that, you know? So like, the like verbiage, some certain things that you say, because we know there's death and life in the tongue. So Farron and I both are like, no, 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 Emma, like, you know, so I think probably just not knowing the fullness of who God inside of you is and what you were created to do. And like, just kind of like really struggling with doubt in, in yourself when we all know, like you are incredible and, and like created to do so many this is how I know that these girls are not actually friends. Because if you are in deep friendship with someone, you will have noticed this and you will have done your part to build your friend up before the question comes up in a card game. Like if you're 
if you have a friendship with someone and you notice that they are talking badly about themselves, they are downplaying their capabilities, they are insulting themselves and like they just don't feel like they're worthy or valuable or whatever it is, you can detect that pretty quickly. Like once you're friends with someone and you're hanging out with them a lot and you guys are doing life together, you will notice them saying those things. And in my opinion, if you care about them, you address it on the spot. You you tell them like, oh, don't say that. Like, don't, don't downplay yourself. You are smart. You are kind. You're valuable, whatever it is. And it sounds like Christy has had these conversations because she's saying like, oh, you know, Farron and I, we always tell you like, don't say that. But do you really do that? Because if you do, why are you being like, oh my gosh, it's okay. It's okay for me to say this. I'm saying this in love. Like, if you already had the conversation with her, then she knows how you feel. And you would say like, we've talked about this before. And my my opinion on what your weakness is, is that you don't believe in yourself enough and you don't have enough self-confidence to see your true value. Like, I don't know. It just makes me think that they either haven't directly addressed this with Emma and that's why she's being like, it's okay for me to say this. I'm saying it in love. Or... They have, and now she's like playing it up for the camera because she doesn't want to be seen as somebody who's comfortable being critical of another person. Like, I don't know. Like, what's the point if you've already had this conversation of acting like you're really nervous and scared to give this feedback to your friend? Amazing things for the kingdom because the Holy Spirit's inside of you. Um, and then probably words like speaking things aloud um, that maybe shouldn't be spoken aloud. Those would probably be the top two things on my my mind right now. You say, thank you for that. Thank you for um, helping me be better. Um, so when you say um, like uh, having doubt in myself, is there any particular area or just in, just doubting like the power of God in me, because you said, do you have a particular area, maybe, or yeah, that's and it and it's um, I say yeah, it's it's coming from a place of like we see the calling on your life, we see the potential, we see what God is doing in your life, and like I know we've had private conversations about like what your future looks like with this and that and. I think sometimes you can get in your head a little bit as we all can, right? We're all guilty of this. I've done this a million. I do it every day. And I think that in that the enemy can almost come in and use that to it's, I call it like analysis paralysis where the enemy comes in and he uses that doubt to then prevent us from moving forward at all in either direction. And so I think, yeah, that sometimes you can just, you almost like discount yourself a little. And I'm like, Emma, you are literally the most beautiful woman. I'm not kidding. Like you are absolutely gorgeous. You're a, you're a freaking model. You, you are absolutely stunning, Emma. Like you are a 12 out of 10 and we all in this room see that. And so I think what Kelly and I are trying to say is we want you to see that too. And not like a, not like a conceited, like a, a holy confidence, a God, Godfidence is what this so. That makes it even worse. I thought that that was Christy talking to Emma. 
that was Kelly's opinion? Because y'all have been like on each other's socials for longer than I feel like we've included Christy in these things. And yet Christy's been in like older pictures. But the the core four, Brittany, Farron, Kelly, Emma, have all done these podcast episodes together. That makes it even worse that you're that you're presenting it like it's such a controversial thing for you to give an honest piece of feedback to your friend. Uh, and also Brittany's going in with the looks again. That bothers me. I think it just gets to me so much because it hurts my heart to know that there are people who feel like they're not good enough based on the way that they look. Like they feel like they are less valuable of a person because they don't like their stomach or their arms or their teeth or their weight, like whatever it is, knowing that there are people who literally think that their value as a human being is lessened because of their appearance hurts me to the bone. And it pisses me off that our society encourages this and allows it. And so like... I, I hurt that there are people who feel like they are less than because of their physical appearance. And it makes me angry that as women in their 20s and 30s, like late 20s and 30s, these women would be like, you're so beautiful. You're a 12 out of 10. You're a model. Okay, she might be physically beautiful, but if she's feeling insecure or like her confidence isn't up to where you think it should be, Telling her she's pretty isn't going to fix that. That's that's an insecurity that goes deeper than the way that you look. And so just make again like making judgments on people or making statements about them based on their physical appearance sucks. I hate it. I hate it so much. And if you think Emma is insecure, you telling her that she's pretty isn't going to fix it. She could hear it a million times a day. Whatever it is internally that's causing her to be insecure isn't going to fix by hearing that she's pretty. Man, do you see why I could not just do a recap on this? I have so many things to say. And we're only 20 minutes in, so let's power through the last 27 together. We got this. Easy. But like we want you, yes, we want you to have that too because you're absolutely stunning inside and out. To answer to what you said, just... I would just want to be sensitive in what I'm like trying to explain. Um, so I think too, you said, is it like an example? God inside of you, I think is a big one. Like not really understanding the multitude of like the power that's literally inside of you. Like we joke all the time, right? We're like, I'm like, why'd you wait for me to pray for that person? Like, I want you to pray for that person, <laughs> you know, but just stuff like that. I think um, that's kind of more of what I was feeling, just the God inside of you to see it, you know, and that really helps me. So thank y'all. Step back. Very Christy, y'all got anything? There's no pressure. Yeah, no Don't pressure. Yeah. 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 This is, this is something and I should really pray about. Yeah. Hand. Yeah. It's the Lord. Because this is like, it's kind of hard, like on the fly like this, because this is supposed to be kind of like a fun thing. And this is, I'm sorry. I'm, no, 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 no. It's, I think this is good. I just, I want to be sensitive and I don't want to speak out of my own flesh. Like I want to hear from the Lord, like, Lord, really, what is, where can I encourage? Where do I see a blind spot? You don't know what I mean? So that's why I just want to be sensitive to what we're saying. Yeah. I feel like you could always do it if like um, 
in a moment, like with, with friends, something was like, you knew like, whoa, that was out of character. Like that was not right. Like those are those moments like, Hey, can I just like share this with you real quick? Um, like ch- tell me where your heart was with that. Cause this is the way that like, I feel like it came out or was perceived. Um, so like moments like that, but like, kind of like more of like, Holy spirit, show me if there's any like thing hindering, um, with, like where I'm at in my life, that is like very deep. And I would say, um, a little bit of the same thing. Probably I, I filled the spirit on that, that God like wants to show you so much of how he sees you so that you can walk in that confidence of like who that is, because that's who he says you are and that that's who you really are. And so just, it's so funny how we don't see these things about ourselves, um, but other people see them. And it, that's one thing that just like blows my mind. Just like so many things you guys said today, it's, it's, it's not something that's like, oh yeah, I know that. Like, it's like, it's almost like shocking. Um, and so yeah, it's definitely the enemy, but, um, to, but that's another thing. Like, it's funny to, to, to tell a weakness, but it's really things that like the Lord's declaring you to walk in. Um, That's such a bad question for a party game. Cause if, if you get this and you get the feedback of something that you don't feel has been clearly communicated to you already, you're going to be like, Oh, so we're friends. And like, we're supposed to be best friends and we're super close. And you've never said this to me before, but you've had this opinion and now you're going to share it in a group of people. Okay, great. And honestly, it sounds like this is feedback that Emma hasn't necessarily gotten super clearly before because she had to ask a clarifying question of what exactly do you mean? Like specifically, what is it that you think I lack the confidence in? So that tells me like y'all haven't really gone in depth on this. Bad question. Bad question for a party game and and one that's going to be recorded and put on the internet for everyone to hear. So. That's beautiful. Well, and I think this is a beautiful like opportunity to show people what it looks like to like edify and encourage even in moments of growth because that's hard. Like it's hard. Like you you saw the panic on all of our faces. We were like, uh... (laughs) But like yielding to the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit's never going to lead us astray. And so like being able to speak those, those things and moments and yeah. Do you have anything, Christy? No. Okay. Moving on. No, move on. Kelly. Moving on, moving on. But I know I, I do think we should pray about this and do this again for real with all of us. I think that's a good. With that feedback, I'm like, okay, Lord, now I know to pray. Hey, Lord, help me get my confidence in up and my confidence in you up show me practically now how to do that. And then I can ask you guys, Hey, how did you have confidence today or this week? I have been trying to be better about my words. So I didn't necessarily see that. So I need to like pursue that even more and ask the Lord to really give me eyes to see these blind spots now. Um, and I think you guys delivered it so gracefully. Y'all are very kind. Like, Y'all are so sweet. I love it. <laughs> like, and I, I'm the one that asked the question. So like, it's not, I love that we can do this because I think this helps our friendships grow and help us all be like really real with each other. And it's like, if we don't talk about the hard stuff, if we're always just lifting up and which you guys did it in an uplifting, edifying way. But if we're always just like bombing with all the Afro, yeah. And it's like, any of us do that, but I get what you're saying. Like yeah. if it's only ever that, 
and no, never like yes tell you you're a great dad that doesn't help you mine and kelly's budget is our my, our weakness is a budget <laughs> my lord I just spoke that you guys need to get a budget get a little spreadsheet action going <laughs> yeah my lord jesus help See, that's how you know it's a bad question because someone had to make a joke to help transition into the next question of like, ah, let's make this light again. Ha ha ha. We're having fun, right? I need a budget. I'm just a silly girl who can't keep track of her money. Plus, iron sharpening iron over here. Call it, call it out. Y'all, there's two really good ones. I don't know which one to choose. Okay, well, whatever. Okay, Amy, me. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood <laughs> I, don't know, I literally this love place. them. Both. Oh, we're done. <laughs> I love them both. Okay. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do. Okay, okay. So why? <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Let me get myself together. Uh, why do you think we met? I mean, we've talked about this all weekend. I feel like. Like, especially with our friend group, we just know that he had this plan from the beginning. We met because it was God's plan. All of us, we met because it was God's plan. And he's so divine and he's so strategic and he's so detailed. And you need us just as much as we need you for whatever reason. And so we met because God's plan. Well, something practical, I guess, that kind of just came to my mind is, well, spiritual growth is the general term, but something that you prayed for me specifically was to receive my holy language. And that is something that you had. And I feel like because of this friend group as a whole, and also you you just got it going on, Miss Kelly, you know, like, I feel like you were part of the reason why I received that gift this year, like a big part. And so that was just one of the small reasons God placed you in my life. And then I really think it is very clear that it, it's ministry. It's also just like having fun. I love that you love some throwback music. You love some like hip hop. We were listening to some like hip hop Christian music getting ready today. And I just, I love that you have fun. And like, I, I love that you're a nurse. So like nothing grosses you out. <laughs> and um we just have so much fun together. Okay. Um, so I think it's just like fun, faith, friendship, all the Fs, all the great things. <laughs> Wait, that Farron's good Fs. I'm so sorry. That sound. You know, what time is it? It's it's late. <laughs> it is late. So um, I'm a little tired. <laughs> yes. Oh, gosh. Okay, this is devolving quickly. My opinion on why they met and became friends is because they were all on social media trying to grow their followings. And Christy works at Mercy Culture, which is where Brittany used to go because now she goes to the house Fort Worth. And I think they all just kind of got connected because they live in the same area and they're trying to build their social media followings. And so they thought, hey, I like making content. These people like making content. Let's make content together because then we can cross post and gain from each other's followings. Probably. 
particularly Britney's following, which is not something that I would see as a benefit. I, I would not look at all of the things that Britney gets called out for and what she posts and be like, yes, I want to uh, publicly align with her and use her for my own growth. But I do think that that is what some of these women are doing. I just do. We talked about it in the last video. I don't think there's anything wrong with being friends with someone because you share something in common. Like just because um, in general, like you might not have connected with somebody, but you have this one thing that you're both doing or you're both focusing on and that brings you closer together. I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing, but for them to be like, I have no idea how this happened. Yeah, you do. You know, it, it's, it's, it's friendships of convenience. And again, I want to see when things go real deep, what happens when you guys run into real conflict, what's it going to look like? What's going to go down? Maybe they'll stick it out and it'll be great and they'll push through it. And I, I do on a certain level hope that these are genuine friendships. I think it's nice to have friends. And so if they really get along and enjoy spending time together, that's great. But I don't think this friendship comes without ulterior motives. Flex, flex. Um, <laughs> and then I think one other thing real quick is just like to help, to help me be more bold, to pray for people and to pray for healing and to pray on the spot and to have someone to come into agreement with who I know has the faith as well and who has probably more faith than me in this moment. And it's going to increase my faith as we do this together. And I think the, the more our friendship grows, um, we're just going to grow in that. And that's with all of us. Our faith is just going to really grow as we go deeper. So, yeah. I think we met for a lot of reasons, fun family. Cause you're family now. Um, I consider you more family than some actual family, which is just, it's crazy. And Ooh, being able to say like that, I just never, it's just wild the way that we met and then when we met and then how God orchestrated all of it in this whole group so purposefully. And he was so intentional with all of it. And the way that you as a friend and a sister call us to be bolder and like not bow down and not give in and not back down from the pressures of this world, the things that we're living in with the, the crazy times that we're facing. I just love that because it's made me a stronger Christian. It's made me walk with the Lord differently in the, a more eloquent, beautiful way. And like you're a warrior. You're such a warrior. And it's just like, we both have so many similarities in that. Like we're just, we're strong-willed and we're a little stubborn and we're real sassy and it works. And like finding someone that like you're on, like you're in ministry wise, like you've been walking with the Lord longer than I have. So there's so many areas of your walk with the Lord that I'm like, I want that. Like, I want to be able to like sit and hear from the Lord and give friends a prophetic download like that. Like, I'm not saying it right. We all could, but just the way that it comes so easy for you. And I think that the Lord is teaching all of us so much through your walk with the Lord and vice versa, right? Like we all, it's one thing to be bold in your faith. And it's another to get on Instagram and talk about how your patients are demonic, which is something that Kelly has done. I'll have her own individual walks, but I don't know. I've just, it's so sweet how 
we're both like stubborn and we're both like just fun and we love God fiercely and the way that you do it with just such a like, I'm not going to back down. I'm not going to give in. That inspires me. And so I think he did it to encourage us and encourage me. Yeah. I feel like mine's the same, but specifically because one of your biggest strengths is one of my like lowest weaknesses in the way that you see things differently than I do, um, especially with people. There's so many times where you've corrected my perspective um, and it was a, an immediate like it hit my spirit of, oh my gosh, like I was seeing with the wrong eyes and especially in the area of religion. And I feel like, you know, that you are made to trample on the head of religion. And that's like the mountain that God has assigned you to of like, we are not going to be in any type of religion because we have been set free. Um, and that helps literally every Christian so much because that that's like one of the biggest ways the devil tries to tempt us is that to get this religious mindset and have such a, just the evil of you're better than other things. And um, it's so beautiful because you don't have any of that in you where nothing is better and um, your heart is so beautiful. And I feel like that's why sometimes there's such an attack on it and to like grow cold because that's the highest place that you're you're supposed to operate at. Um, and so that's why I think we are put together because um, your strength is empowering me in something that I'm weak in. So thank you for always being so strong in that. I'm so mad that I didn't keep this because I cannot remember the exact details of it. But Farron's saying that Kelly's here to trample on the head of religion and nobody's better than anybody else and it's all about God. But weren't you guys worshipping at your church with American flags? Like you were engaging in some pretty significant Christian nationalism and you posted about it on Instagram. I wish, oh, I wish I had the screen recording because this is just like a trust me bro receipt. But I saw it. I saw it on your stories, Farron. Tell me again how you're not putting one group of people above another. Love you. <laughs> I have one more thing to add that came to me. And it's kind of weird to say this towards a friend, which means it's an insinuating it's someone in your general age group. We're all, you know, similar ages. But I feel like you're like a spiritual mama. You're like a mama bear. And I'm like, you're a spiritual sister too, but I'm like, oh, what the heck? You're like mama bear. I don't know. So I know. So anyways, it's just pressure. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't wait to see you be a wife and a mama. I always say you look like a hot, rich mom because you carry yourself well, you dress well, and you just, you. it's just, it's coming. So I'm excited for that. So yeah, wanted to add that. That was a good one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This is fun. I know. Like I know. Get this game. Okay. No, literally. No. This is, this is, okay. Even if it's not a Christian game, God designed all of this. Like God does like, in, he, you, it's communication. One of the most healthy things you can do is communicate with your friends. Help us. Yes. All right. This one's kind of fun. What about me 
most surprised you? You're going to say the same thing as me, I bet. What? <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What can I share on air? What can I not share on air? Because I got a few. <laughs> okay, let me, let me, let me. <laughs> okay, the number one thing I was surprised about is that is that Farron used to smoke meth and didn't know it. <laughs> what? She smoked meth She smoked meth for a year and didn't even know it. That's what Kelly said. This Shut was way up. before Jesus. Just need to clarify, this is part of her testimony. <laughs> Hallelujah, praise the Lord, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we found this out before we were talking about, <laughs> we were talking about this today. Uh, we were like, wait, you did what <laughs> for a whole year and you had no freaking idea? I'm sorry, that's hysterical. Number two thing about Farron that surprised me is that she don't sweat. Okay. I'm sorry. Got- no, no, no. No, no. We're we're not gonna move on to number two without you addressing number one. How did that happen? What do you mean? What do you mean she smoked meth for a year and she didn't know? How do you, <laughs> what did she think she was smoking? Because if you're saying she smoked meth, okay, she was actively, actively smoking something and she just didn't know what it was. What happened? How did this happen? Who did she get it from? What? How did she realize that she was smoking meth? How did she not know that she was smoking meth? When she realized she was doing that, how did she stop for a year? How often was this? this is not okay (laughs) what do you mean she smoked meth for a year and she didn't know it i we're are we gonna go deeper into this or are we gonna move on to her not sweating which is of significantly less interest to me to open her detox pathways (laughs) My number one thing that I didn't know about Farron was that we've known her for how long? And we just found out she has a dog. (laughs) No idea. Had no idea that little Emmy even existed. (laughs) I feel like my whole... How do you not know your friend has a dog? Have you never been to her house? Life is a lie now. I love dogs. I want to love on Emmy. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I just agree with all of this. Um, I was literally going to say the meth thing and you used to smoke cigs, right? Like oh, cigarettes. She was a smoker. Um, and then something that surprised me was the fact that you don't shower every day, <laughs> not in a gross way, but you don't sweat. So you don't have to shower. She glitters. She sparkles. She smells nice. And <laughs> oh my God, they are just hanging fair and out to dry. <gasps> My life has been a lie. You have a dog. You don't shower every day, which I think is normal to not shower every day. But like to be like, oh, my God, I was shocked that you don't shower every day. 
you smoked meth and cigarettes, which again, the cigarettes, like, I, that's not something that I'd be like, oh my God, she smokes cigarettes. But meth? We're not going to talk about that? Like, Farron, please. Farron, come on my channel. Tell me about it, please. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So all of that, the meth, the cigs, the drugs, the partying. So I think this is a great opportunity, Farron, for you to tell your 30-second testimony. Here you go, ma'am. Y'all just told it. <laughs> you got to tell how he set you free. <clears throat> okay. So I did not grow up in the church or knowing about the Lord at all. And um, so it was very easy for me to be pulled by the things of the world or like I like to tell how um, like the things of darkness and I was doing a lot of those things without knowing. And I feel like a lot of that is because of innocence and you truly like don't know that things aren't like the best thing for you. And so from a really young age, I lost my virginity at 13 and um, had a life full of um, sex, drugs, and alcohol. And I thought that all of that would be something that would just fill this void that never did. Um, and then one day I truly met Jesus and he filled me with his spirit and everything that I once partook in completely like went away from every desire of things. And even a knowledge came of these things that will never satisfy and the knowledge of how really they can corrupt your body. They can corrupt your mind. Um, and because of Jesus, it was a completely different um, life than I have ever lived before. Uh, well, when I met the Holy Spirit um, was probably about three years ago, so about 30. <laughs> okay, let me just say this. You can be ignorant about drugs once. You can take something, smoke something, do whatever, thinking that it's one thing, and then you got tricked and you realize it's another. One time, I'll give you that. For a year, you can't say I was ignorant and innocent and I just didn't know. A year? How, how frequently was this happening, though, is what I want to know. Was it every few months at a party? Like, was it on a weekly basis? Was it on a daily basis? Again, who did you get this from? What? I'm done. My. This has just caused a short circuit in my brain. If you want my hot take on this, I would be willing to bet that she knew what she was doing and she was actively making the choice to do that. And then she, you know, became a Christian and met this group of girls and they're in this hoity-toity group of like, we're too good for everyone else. We're amazing Christians. Look at us. And then Farron probably made an offhanded comment in a joke about something regarding her time smoking meth. And then when they further pressed her about it, she had to be like, yeah, I did do that, but I didn't know. Isn't that so crazy? It's crazy, right? Because she didn't want to admit that she was willingly and knowingly smoking meth. Honestly, I would respect Farron more if she got on here and was like, yeah, I did that. And it wasn't because I didn't know what I was doing. It wasn't because I was ignorant or innocent or whatever. I made the choice to do that. And then... 
I realized that's not what I wanted for my life. And I did encounter Jesus and I just turned it around and she would like tell us what that looked like stopping doing drugs. And be, it sounds like she's sober. I don't think, well, she says she doesn't drink. So doesn't drink, doesn't do drugs, but you go from doing meth for a year to a life of sobriety. I would love to hear about that. I would love to know what that looked like for you. And I think that you would reach a lot more people because there are so many people who feel like they can't come to church or be involved in organized religion because they've made choices like that in the past. And they think that people are going to judge them and not accept them because they, they have a perception of people in the church because we tend to present ourselves in a way that gives the impression that we haven't messed up in certain ways or haven't made bad choices. And a lot of people just don't feel welcome in churches or organized religion because of that. And so if she were to get on here and be like, yep, I did it. That was my choice. And here's here's how I ended up changing that and making a new path in my life. That could actually be really powerful for somebody. I'd rather hear that story than what, in my opinion, is a lie about not knowing that you were smoking meth for a year. Look at that. We were just talking about this today and the Holy Spirit just like, Lord's opening doors. Do you, does anyone have anything else? I'm so proud of you, Farron. So proud of you. Yeah. And that's the thing is she is literally like the most, you are so just beautiful head to toe. Just like I said, Emma and Christy, 12 out of 10 and Kelly, 12 out of 10. All my friends, like seriously. Well, no, I was saying that because like she asked a question and then her question, like you are literally the most beautiful put together woman and so graceful and like you glow. And it's not just the highlighter. Like you literally glow. A lot of it is because she wears a lot of highlighter. But I'd be so mad if I were if I were Farron in this moment. I'd be like, oh, okay, you want to roast me? Let's talk about every single one of you. Ah, and, and that's that's probably not a good like Christian response to have. But like. Y'all are hanging her out to dry on a podcast episode. Y'all are sharing this stuff about her that it seems like she doesn't really want to elaborate on. And you're just going to get away scot-free? You're going to get away with saying like, oh, what's my weakness? You don't have enough confidence in yourself. What's a defining characteristic of me? You're a remnant. Oh, do you think I'm walking in my purpose? Yes, you are, but I think you have another purpose that's to be a mama and it's going to be so amazing when you are. Those are the questions everybody else got. And Farron gets outed for doing meth. Mm, I would be so mad. Oh, I would scorched earth. I would. I'd be like, ah, oh, okay. This is what we're doing? All right. Oh, yes. And like, you would never know that that was your testimony. I think that's why we're all just like, what? We were all so shocked today. So yeah, it's just so beautiful seeing what the Lord's doing in your life. This is a good one. No, but for real. Can we hear from Farron? I know she gave her 30 second testimony, but. I... All right, we're moving on. I am shocked to know that you've only been walking with the Lord for three years. It's really, really cool to see that God has done a supernaturally um, swift, I guess you could say, work in your life because for where you are right now. That does not surprise me that she's only been a Christian for three years because I think in about 
five to ten, she might mellow out on some of her beliefs. Again, we watched the video of her screaming in her car about how if you get sick, it's because you're letting the devil tempt you. And so I think she probably went from one extreme to another. Whatever kind of lifestyle she was living, it, it, apparently it sounds like it was pretty extreme. Um, so she goes from that to extreme religion. And there are some people who are just like that. You know, they they really struggle with being moderate and like not having something chaotic in their lives, I think. You know, it has to be one extreme or the other for them to feel like they're they're stable in a way, which is a weird thing to say. Like, oh, you have to live in an extreme in order to feel grounded. But I think there are just some people who thrive in that. Not necessarily thrive, but they're drawn to that and that's what makes them feel comfortable. But I'm I'm gonna say give Farron another five to ten years and she might mellow out on some of this stuff. And I think that that would be a good thing. Now, for three years, like some people don't even will never know the Lord like you know him and they've been walking with the Lord for 20, 30 years. So I think that's probably like the most surprising thing is when you meet Farron, you're like, wow, it's only been three years. Um, Yeah, because he's grown you up really quickly. This is hard. So I'm going to read both of them to y'all and you tell me which one y'all want to answer because I I genuinely okay so the first one is what do you think I should know about myself that perhaps I'm unaware of you're unable to take accountability for your own actions um so kind of like a moment of growth and the other one is based on what you've seen on social media does my social media accurately reflect who I am why or why not yes and no because the way that you present yourself on social media, I don't think is accurate and reflective of who you genuinely are. But if you look at your social media as a whole and the different inconsistencies that occur and hypocrisies, I think it's pretty clear that you're not being super authentic. Um, I would say absolutely. Um, not because <laughs> on and off the camera, you seek um, the father's heart. And what breaks his heart breaks your heart. And you speak that in front of and behind off of the camera. And we have conversations like this all the time. And you just care about the father's heart and what breaks his breaks yours. And what makes his leap for joy makes yours leap for joy. And you are absolutely the same person. Yeah, I think you do a great job at displaying your whole self on social. Obviously, you know, there's intimate things that you don't share, but then there's also intimate things you do share, which is amazing because it just sets a stage of freedom for so many other women who follow you and watch you. Um, And I really applaud that about you because you show like your funny, silly side, which I love. And I love that you show like you and Jordan. And I love that you show you and your horses and your fitness and your nutrition and all these things that you love and that are very important to you and then your friend group and then she lives free like you literally show everything and you, everything that you show is genuinely who you are and and what I think is so cool about being at your she lives freed retreats is hearing that's like the number one thing that I hear from the girls when they finally get to meet you they're like oh my gosh, she's literally just like she is on social media. And then sometimes they'll be like, she's even like better than, you know, what she portrays to be. But like, they're like, you're so, she's so down to earth. She's so um, real. And um, she really is who she portrays to be on the internet. And so I love that because I think it can, it can really 
Yeah, it's easy to play it up for a 48-hour retreat. Oh my god, you're so sweet. I'm so excited you're here. We're going to grow in our faith and it's going to be so amazing. Yeah, you can keep that up for a 48-hour retreat. Be so easy to kind of like just put a little fake this here and a little fake this there. Um, And really everything you post, I mean, we know you as real. And I love what you do um, when you share about your grief and your pain, because I think a lot of people don't share any of that. And I think people don't know how to. And I love that God has given you permission and the grace to do it so beautifully, because again, it helps other people be free, which is your whole life calling, which is your whole, I mean, the first question you ask, like, am I walking out my calling? Yes. Your calling is to set the captives free and to bring freedom to anybody that comes into your, your path. And so I just think that's incredible how you have beautifully done your social media and it's done in excellence, but it's just, it's fun and it's funny, but it's real and it's raw and that's what people want to see. So yes. They don't know funny till they see the reel we did last night. Obviously, piggybacking on that, that absolutely. But I feel like even on social media, that it's the like lowest glimpse of the realest of like who you are because having an intimate relationship of friendship and doing life together, like we see everything that we see like exemplified in real life because it's it's our everyday life. It's common. It's something that we get to see daily of who you are. Um, and I think that it just is actually so mind-blowing how kind you are and your your the kindness of your tone, the way that you talk, the way that you speak life, the way that you will not gossip about women, um, that your heart is so tender. And I love how you, um, like even on things where I feel like having like a more, not like critical mindset, but that like, I, something that I, like I, we talk about just, you're like, no, like this is the grace and the mercy and like that piece of God's heart, which is just one of the most beautiful, tender qualities to have when somebody says, they're presenting themselves this way. And it's so quick to be like calling them on that. But you say, no, like that's not who they are. Um, Like even I remember examples of when we're talking about like husbands and stuff, you're edifying Jordan and you're calling him into who he's, the Lord has called him to be. And it's one of the most beautiful things that you don't, you don't go by what you see. You go by what the Lord says, like what we're, what are you even saying? I'm listening. I'm trying to like parse through it. It's it's word salad. It's probably a waste of time to try and decipher. Let's get through the last four minutes of this. Talking about with the story of Gideon, like you are the, the perfect example of how God did not let Gideon say all these things. And that's who you are in real life, in every circumstance and every person you meet. And then how you tenderly care for your people and your family and your friends is like bar none. I mean, such the smallest glimpse that people get to see. So we love you. (laughs) Wait, did you already go? Well, I can't really follow that. That was um, so well said. And I agree with everything a hundred percent. Like you are the person that 
on social media that you are here, but we get to know you so much more intimately and it's even better. And it's such an honor and a privilege to be your friend. And you are so kind, even when we're like maybe out to eat and someone comes up to you, you are just so sweet. Yeah. Like the wedding that we crashed. Um, that was on socials last weekend, I think. Right. But it's so cool to be a part. Um, and I think too, something that's very commendable. I love that you said, Kelly, the excellence piece, your social media is very excellent. Um, and I also love that you run not only your personal page, but Hazel and Lane and you run, she lives freed and you run multiple pages and a YouTube channel. Like all of this requires excellence and it requires a growing knowledge base and it requires constantly hearing from the Lord to be able to put more content out that can help people and set people free. So I think that is just really cool to be around someone who has so much capacity and so much knowledge, who's been doing it for years and who's really made like a global. And I think you even have girls from out of, out of the U.S., right, who follow you like worldly impact and one that will only continue. That's what global means. Anyway, this is a lot of kissing Brit's butt and talking about her business. I wonder why we're not promoting, like, I don't know, isn't Christy in an MLM? She's in, I think it's Amare or Amar. I'm not sure, but I've seen a few of her uh, posts on Instagram. They heavily indicate that she's in an MLM, but that's her business and that's her her, her passion and something that she runs and wants to promote. Why aren't we promoting Christie's biz? Let's go ahead and hype up all of our friends equally, right? Need to grow. So I think it's really cool. And it's just really cool that we kind of get to, we get a front row seat, you know? So. Oh, gosh. Yeah. You we, can, we can, you want to eat cake. Let's eat cake. And that, in other words, let's eat cake. <laughs> I love y'all. This was fun. Wow. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, we're going to keep playing, but we're going to let y'all go. So we will see y'all next time. Yes. We just encourage y'all. One of my best friends is the one that got this game and she's so intentional in communication and building a friendship, which is something I didn't really know much about kind of like growing up as being intentional in communication. And so she really challenged me in this. She brought this game over and she's like, let's just get to know each other more. And so I would challenge everybody listening, be intentional with your friends and your family. Like, I'm sure you can Google questions to ask, but like, I think, um, if you do this, you'll be surprised at how much you learn about yourself and your friends and you'll grow closer together. So go out there and be intentional. I love that you said, do I, this is a growth question instead of like, Ooh, I don't want to, I don't want, I'm just going to shove that to the side. Like there is such a beautiful thing about growth and not staying the same. So for everyone listening, like sometimes it doesn't feel good, but the growth that will happen will spring into something so beautiful. And especially with trusted people, it's for you. It's for your best benefit. It's for your best, for you to truly walk out like God's best in your life. Um, and so don't shy away from communication and growth with one another. That's so beautiful. I love y'all. Love y'all. Okay. We're going to go eat cake. We'll see y'all next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.
All right. Well, since they mentioned games, I'm going to go ahead and uh, intentionally go play Bop It with my husband and see if that brings us any closer together. I don't know about you, but that definitely took a toll on me. So I got to go. If there are any thoughts, feelings, opinions that you want to share about whatever was just discussed throughout the past two hours, go ahead and leave them in the comment section down below if you're watching this on YouTube, or you can leave it in the Q&A section for this particular episode if you are listening on Spotify. And while you are doing that, if you would consider liking this video or subscribing to my channel or leaving the podcast or reading any review, that would be incredible. And if you've done any of those things already, thank you so much. I am so appreciative of you and I love being able to just sit here, hang out with you and talk about whatever. Thank you so much for watching or listening. Please be kind to people and I will see you in the next one. Bye.